0: In February 2019, EFCA pastors and church leaders gathered at Trinity International University, Deerfield, Illinois, for the annual Theology Conference. The focus of the pre-conference was on the theme Evangel, Evangelical, Evangelicalism, and the EFCA. On this episode of the podcast, we share Greg Strand's introduction to the pre-conference. Greg serves as the Executive Director of Theology and Credentialing in the EFCA. Last year, our EFCA Theology Conference was the Gospel, Compassion, and Justice in the EFCA. It was an excellent conference, thanks be to God. We humbly listened and learned in the context of loving relationships. And since that time, God has continued to do a work in and among us as we seek to love God and love others, specifically in the realm of racial reconciliation and relationships. Not only did we learn in the past, we continue to learn in the present. With the messages of last year's Theology Conference still ringing and resonating in our hearts and minds, and with our hands lovingly embracing others, we continue the theme and these messages in our pre-conference. Our theme, our topic is Evangel, the Gospel, Evangelical, the Identifier, Evangelicalism, the Movement, and the EFCA, our, our small part in it today the term evangelical has has its roots uh, no, today today the, the the term evangelical which has its roots in the gospel the evangel it has been questioned although there is no question about the content of the gospel that which is forever and always of first importance concerns have been raised because the term has been co-opted for political cultural and sociological ends thus Infecting the meaning of the term, look at some of the uh, titles of articles, Opinion Polls and the Evangelical Illusion, where young evangelicals are headed. Evangelical Christians are sick, the unlikely crack-up of evangelicalism. Should we keep the label evangelical? Are we still evangelical? Has evangelical, evangelical become toxic? Do evangelicals need a better gospel? One does not simply leave evangelicalism on the imminent collapse of evangelical Christianity. By the way, that was two years ago. What is an evangelical? Evangelical in the early 21st century. By the way, that's a head nod to our speaker, Mark. The meaning of evangelical has been defined historically, experientially, and sociologically. And as helpful as these definitions are, let me remind us that we in the EFCA... Understand the term evangelical first and foremost theologically, that is, by the gospel. Our theology, evangelical, is defined by and finds its importance in the gospel, the evangel. Bearing in mind we are grounded in the gospel, the evangel, And in light of the discussion happening today, we bear the mark of evangelical at minimum in the name since we are the evangelical free church of America. Our seminary is Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. What does it mean then to claim to be an evangelical today? Is the term worth retaining? Because of what is happening in our culture regarding racial, political, and sexual and moral issues, some, maybe many, are questioning whether they want to retain the term evangelical. A good number of those are African American. In late 2017, Lecrae, a believer grounded in the gospel, an African American, a rapper, said in an interview he was leaving white evangelicalism. Since John Piper was referenced by Lecrae, who had influenced Lecrae theologically pretty substantially, John did reply, and it was a good exchange. It wasn't back and forth, but it was a response. Very, and the discussion was very helpful subsequently. There are a lot of interactions on the web, the writings of books, and people are still processing how we think about this. How do we retain our faithfulness to the scriptures? How do we love God and others? How do we live out the oneness created by Christ in the church? Writing about this event a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, John Piper, in an article, Black History in the Making, What White Evangelicals Can Learn, said the following. In October 2017, there was a flurry of interactions about younger African American Christians divorcing themselves from white evangelicalism. I put white in parentheses because evangelicalism, per se, in America was seen to be white. Black evangelicalism was felt by many to be an oxymoron. In my experience of the last 16 months, this so-called divorce has been more cultural than personal. In other words, the people I have relationships with who embraced the divorce did not pull away from me personally, nor from the Christian faith. The watershed issue for them was the election of Donald Trump. Even though the vaunted 81% of evangelicals who supposedly voted for Trump has been shown to be a significant exaggeration, the numbers are high enough and some evangelical leaders are so high profile in their support for Trump that many African Americans were disillusioned about the meaning of the term evangelical. He continues, this divorce discussion opened the issue of racial development identity work. What became clear for some blacks is that you thought you had a handle on your racial identity and suddenly you realize it's not as simple as it once seemed. And there's work to do, racial identity development work. In other words, the question that many African Americans asked more pointedly in the wake of the 81% was, how should my cultural, relational, ethnic identity be defined in view of some former identity markers becoming alien? He goes on to say that it's not just African Americans that have identity work to do, but white evangelicalism as well. Maybe we can pick that up in the panel, and Daryl may well address some of these things as well. So here's, here's the thing. In America, is it possible to separate white from evangelical? Are they one and the same? Is not all theology contextual? Consider the excellent Evangelical Dictionary of Theology, now in its third edition. There are entries on African American or black theology, Asian theology, feminist theology, liberation theology, and others. There's no entry on white theology. Why is that? because that is often considered the norm, the one by which all the others are judged. Is that the best way to consider theology? It does not call into question the authority of God's word as the norming norm of all things. But if if we make a theological view equal with the Bible, then we miss the fact that the ultimate authority is the Bible, And the ultimate authoritative Bible is intended to be applied in all and various circumstances. Inevitably, any term that that is used ends up with baggage. It ends up with baggage. I remember the days when identifying as a Christian was insufficient. Some of you might remember that. One needed to add the expression born again Christian. Anyone live that? Yeah, so Christian wasn't enough. That was to distinguish between nominal Christians in the mainline church and those who had an experience with Jesus, an evangelical. Although the term Christian was retained, it was required to use another term, an adjective, to define the noun. You may recall it wasn't long that another adjective was eventually required, evangelical, born again, Christian. Anyone remember that one? And pretty soon you begin to say, which is more important the noun or the adjective? Consider the various ways Christians were referred to in the New Testament, some self-referential and some other referential. Christians, sect of the Nazarenes. Now that was prejudicial. Sect, followers of the way. So evangelical is not the only way. But, but, but it's, a, it's, it's a way, and it's, it's, a, it's a good way, and there's a reason for it. Now consider this as a historical marker, just to put some things in context. Fundamentalists like Carl F.H. Henry, Ken Conser, who was our dean here, going back to 1963, Harold Ockengay, Billy Graham, and others, raised a question about retaining the term fundamentalist after it had acquired what they perceived to be baggage that adversely affected the understanding of the gospel and what it means to walk worthy of the gospel. It was in the 1940s that they decided to move away from the term while retaining the major theological issues, that is, the fundamentals of the faith, which were affirmed, and they chose rather to refer to themselves as, you remember, neo-evangelicals. Or evangelicals, referring back to God's gospel and the Reformation. This question, see, is not without historical precedent. So, dear friends, what do you think of the discussion around the term evangelical? What counsel do you give to those who ask about the term, and whether or not it is good, important, to retain it? Just so you know my thoughts, I'm not convinced it is wise or necessary to give up the term Evangelical. It is both important and helpful to have this discussion, but I believe we must not only reclaim it, we must live it, live like it, live. We must walk worthily of the gospel through the power of the Holy Spirit. But dear friends, listen, as I begin, listen to this. We must also humbly listen to those who are concerned about the term and how it is heard and what it denotes, that is, what the term literally means and what it connotes. That is, the thought the word evokes, or the associations associated or conveyed by the word. And friends, this reflects a humble posture, the fruit of the spirit manifested in life. And it expresses love for the other, our brother and our sister. We listen and process with a hermeneutic of love. This is the way we are building on last year's theology conference. Now grounding this session in affirming the authoritative word of God and Jesus' proclamation of the gospel and our intent and desire by God's grace and the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit to live it out, we're going to address this issue. Mark Knoll will give the opening message, evangelical in the early 21st century, in a historical and global perspective. Let's lift our eyes up. Mark serves as research professor of history at Regent College and professor emeritus at Notre Dame University, South Bend, Indiana. He is a leading church historian. He recently retired as the Francis A. McAnony Professor of History at the University of Notre Dame, having previously served as professor of history and theological studies at Wheaton College. And something you may not know, uh, early in his teaching ministry, it may have been your first Was it your first teaching here in Trinity? His first teaching ministry was across the road at Trinity College. He's taught courses on American uh, religious history, world Christianity, Reformation theology, Puritanism, historiography, 19th century British evangelicalism, American intellectual history, the list goes on. He's also written books on evangelicalism, both locally, United States, and globally, and he's written on the issues of race and politics. Mark will focus on the following questions. What is the biblical, theological, and historical meaning and significance of the term and the movement, and what is its global significance? This will be followed by Darrell Williamson, uh, grateful you're with us as well, brother, from an African-American perspective with the title of the message, Evangelical in the Early 21st Century, An African-American Perspective. Since 2010, Daryl has served as a lead pastor of Living Faith Bible in Tampa, Florida. Uh, it's a sacrifice coming from Tampa, Florida to Chicago, Illinois. Thank you. He's working currently on an MDiv at Reform Theological Seminary in Orlando, Florida. He serves on the Leadership Council of the Gospel Coalition and often speaks on racial reconciliation, biblical justice, spiritual formation, ethics, and the relationship between faith and work, Uh, He is a former software executive, and because of that, he's lectured globally on technology and business performance. He will focus on the questions, what is problematic with the term, and what cultural baggage has become associated with the term, such that it means something different than what the term has meant biblically, theologically, historically, and globally? And what role has politics played in this discussion, and what sort of cultural baggage has it produced, and how are we to think about and process this? We'll follow this with a panel. Thank you for listening to this episode of the EFCA Theology Podcast. You can find more episodes by searching EFCA Theology Podcast in any podcast app or on the web at efca.org/podcast.